Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, 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 BA fam. Please follow us on Apple Podcasts and keep our audience growing. If your iPhone recently updated to iOS 14.5, head to Apple Podcasts, search for Brown Ambition, and click on the plus button in the right and click on the plus button in the upper right-hand corner. Do that and you'll be following our show. Whoop, whoop. You can also follow us on Spotify, on Stitcher, or on the Amazon Music app. You wouldn't have to do all that, you know, if you had Android. But you know, Apple, that's fine, that's fine. And now on to our show. Hey, 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 we're back, we're black, we're brown. <laughs> Welcome, Black Mandy. Hey. Happy Brown Ambition Wednesday. I know. First of all, I'm feeling not as black as usual because we have <laughs> guests that are coming on today that know how to do a thing that I never learned, but you learned and I'm jealous of you. Does this mean I get to keep my black card temporarily? Today? Okay, y'all always trying to come from my black card. You cannot have it. You cannot have it. As soon as people meet my dad, though, they're like, "Ah." Oh, okay. Yeah. No. Honestly, I was like, "Oh, Mandy's black, black." I love yeah. your your father when he was like, "I remember Mandy. She just loved her some French fries." I said, don't, "That is a black father right there." Don't let the name and the uh, Midwestern accent, whatever, fool you. Okay. Yes. From this, I'm from Atlanta. Anyway, yeah. yeah today's episode is lit. I am so excited. I don't, and and we've already talked to this couple. They're amazing. Yes. And we are so excited to introduce you to all. This show is also really special because we don't typically have small business owners on the show really Mm -hmm. talking about building their business, let alone how they weathered the storm of Mm -hmm. last year's pandemic and the ongoing pandemic. And as uh, and this is sort of like a this is a free thirty minute masterclass in how to become a resilient small business. And I love I love the tips and all the ups and downs mm-hmm. that they share. So tell us tell us about our guest Tiffany. So I don't know how to double dutch, but these two people do along with Mandy, and they're all Leos, which I was like, oh, okay. Um, and <laughs> it was a lot. <laughs> yes, it was a lot, but it was awesome. So we are interviewing today Michelle Clark and Sean Clark. Michelle Clark is a double Dutch world champion. She's been double dutching since she was four years old. And I believe she said 
She's won, um, like she does like street double dutch, but she also does like technical skill double dutch, which is awesome. And Sean Clark is a master double dutch aerobic instructor. And they're the owners of Double Dutch Aerobics, um, which combines double dutch with an assortment of aerobics exercises, including jumping jacks, push-ups, mountain climbs, and more inside the ropes. And that's not all. They've also included professional competition combination, combinations along with street style jumping and they've got certified instructors that are skilled and trained to teach anyone how to jump double dutch in less than one minute i am proof positive when i met them some years ago within literally one minute i was in the rope and i was jumping i mean it wasn't graceful but i was jumping (laughs) (laughs) i thought i knew how to double dutch but now i'm sweating i did not know that was the thing you could become a world champion in you know i just thought i had to be you know Letitia down the street from me. But um, (laughs) yeah, Sean and Michelle, their energy is so infectious. And their business, not only did they survive the pandemic as small business owners, as parents, as spouses with two and a half children, they got one in the oven, (laughs) number three on the way, but they actually opened their first studio in the Atlanta area in this past year. So we will talk to them about the financial impact as a small business of the pandemic and how they really looked under every nook and cranny, including every skill set they've ever had. I know Sean was on YouTube learning the market. I mean, they they seriously looked for ways to to bridge that financial gap during the pandemic. And mm-hmm. they're so inspirational. They are. Um, so we're going to get to that in a little bit. But before we do, we have a fun announcement. Have we told yes. the folks? Have we told the know. folks about the new Luke? Mandry and I are officially <laughs> models. Y- y'all about to get into it. <laughs> models. <laughs> we're, we're, we're models. So I want you to take a look currently at our Brown Ambition, like, um, I guess you can call it logo, a photo artwork for Brown Ambition, the podcast. Yeah, yes, we'll call it art because Tanetta did do her thing. Yes. You know, it's 2015 art, you yes. know, but we have grown. We have we grown. Have changed. Yes. <laughs> and we have aged like fine wine, if I do say so myself, and I do say so myself. So we went back to Tanetta, our sister girl, amazing photographer, who did our first picture. And we were like, we'd like some updated pictures. And I'm not going to lie, me and Mandy look so cute. <laughs> we look so, we look so, I don't know, just, just, uh, uh, like shiny, glittery, yes. glowing, happy, yes, like fulfilled, and just like they say, what you know, with with age comes wisdom, and mm-hmm. I think in our eyes, six years ago, we we're like, oh, this podcast thing, you know, let's just figure this out, <laughs> yes. yes. And but now we know we showed up as you know, Brown Ambition. The yes. show has been such a passion project for both of us, and and Mandy brought has- her full beautiful head of hair. I was like, yes, Mandy. Yeah. Bring it Every all follicle, <laughs> Every follicle stood to attention. Yeah. Shout out I to I just so cute. And so, like, I just, I'm excited for you guys to see, you know, when we roll out these pictures. And so, yeah, it'll be exciting. That's our kind of like our, our collective brown boost because we really want you guys to get into this episode. And so, enjoy. Absolutely. Without further ado, let's take a quick break and we will be right back with our conversation with Sean and Michelle from Double Dutch Aerobics. And don't forget to go to the show notes because they have links on links on links where you guys can find out all about how to attend one of their classes in the Atlanta area, how to become a Double Dutch certified instructor yourself so you can have your own Double Dutch biz maybe in your own neck of the woods. So, so excited. Let's get right into our interview with Sean and Michelle.
Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. All right, BA fam, you know we work hard and we play hard, but when it comes to investing and having your money in the market, you want your money to be working for you. That's exactly what the Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app can help it do. Keeps your money out there working hard and kicking you know what. I love Betterment because it makes it easy for even a beginning investor to figure out how to put their money in the market and set it and forget it and be at peace with that because you know Betterment has got you covered with their automated investment and savings app. Their technology is going to give you advanced tools that are built to help you maximize those returns. All you got to do is visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Security. Securities. Betterment is not a bank. We're so excited to have Michelle and Sean Clark from Double Dutch Aerobics from Atlanta. In the house with us. Thank y'all so much for joining Brown Ambition. Yes, thank you for having us. I remember what, what what was the year that what was the girl trek year? What year was it? Because you know, I think just, that was nineteen. Yep. It was nineteen. Because okay. it was right so, after uh, Angela Yee's event. Uh-huh. We flew out. We, there. we flew yeah. straight there. So yep. I met Sean and Michelle in Colorado yeah. mm-hmm. at the Girl Trek conference. Girl Trek is this awesome. Uh, nonprofit that just it helps Black women get moving. To say they have energy is to say water is wet. <laughs> and I just remember being like, "What they people that you never think would double jump? I mean, they had people out there eighty <laughs> um, Black, White, Asian. Now I didn't grow. I don't know how to the double Dutch. I felt that was like my shame. I moved away from my Black neighborhood just to, just one year too late, right, right before they was teaching girls. <laughs> and so I was like, I can't do it. You oh, like yes, you can. And I was yeah. so yes. <laughs> Mandy knows how to double dutch, so I'm jealous of her. Okay, now that was 20 oh, years ago. I'm so excited about y'all's business. I think Tiffany knew y'all first. I think I might have slid into y'all's DMs or likewise, but we were we were chatting on IG and y'all know I'm from Atlanta yeah. and double dutch is just such a nostalgic activity for me. You know, when I was a little girl. That was just, you know, we were latchkey kids in the neighborhood with our bikes and a couple pairs of jump ropes. And you could not tell us nothing. We had the best time, you know, with like the littlest uh, amount of equipment. And I just love the concept of this business. But as fun as it is and how, you know, all the energy and 
enthusiasm that y'all bring to, you know, bringing fitness to the Atlanta area, it's also been a pandemonium. It's been a pandemic the last year, right? Um, (laughs) How have y'all been impacted as a business? You know, where was your business at when the pandemic hit? Kind of set the scene for us. Um, Yeah, where were you at right before the pandemic hit? I mean, this is a very much in person, you're sweating Uh indoors, you know, you know, jumping and breathing your heart out. And that was all of a sudden not okay. Yeah, so it, it, it slapped us in the face. It was, it was very scary for us. It was so, very scary. So, so it was February. It, it was February. Well, first, we've been in business for, for seven years, uh-huh. right? And it's funny because 2020, the it, it was our best year. Like, it was starting off amazing. Yeah. We, Michelle and I, we were like, uh-oh. We finally hit the Oh, baby, we going to the top. We going to the top. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, New Year's resolution time. I mean, that is really, the, that's y'all Super Bowl, biggest, right? It was, it was becoming it, our biggest year for yes, sure. Yes, as a business. So, so in in the beginning, you know, we were booking a lot of events for the summer. For the summer so yeah. we were booked for mm-hmm. the summer because we we also do so outside of teaching our normal classes, we do events like Girl Trek and Essence Fest and prisons. We we teach at federal prisons across the country. We do tours. We do, you know, we do a lot of things and everything was booked. We had our certification weekend. It was sold out. It sold out in like two weeks. So what certification weekend is where we uh, certify instructors to teach our program in their city or their state. Right. Um, So we were completely sold out and it sold out what in like five days. It was super fast. Yeah, like, yeah, it was like. And that was in February. Mm -hmm. We had completely sold out and it was going to be in April. Yes. And we hadn't done one in a year because we had a little human. Right. And so we had took a year <laughs> off. We took a year off from certification, not from work. Mm-hmm. So this was our year back into certification. And the fact that it sold out so fast, it's like we were finding our groove. Yeah, we were in a groove. We and were. then, well, y'all were, y'all here. And then the world said, stop, wait a minute. And at first we were like, you ain't, I don't care about no pandemic. You're not going to stop us. We still right. doing it. We were right. still, we're still going, you know, it's, it's the New York in us. Right. We was like, okay, we can, let's just keep going, <laughs> let's keep going until they stop us. Until they put us, until they lock the doors <laughs> and tell us that you cannot leave your house. Right. right. Until Keisha Lance Bottom shows up at mm-hmm. the door. To get till Keisha Lance Bottom shows up in person at the door <laughs> like, to just again call to out. Lock your doors. And I was like, what? I was devastated. I was devastated because mm-hmm. what did it mean for y'all financially? Ooh. Like, paint the picture. I mean, did y'all have reserves? We talk a lot about you know personal financial rainy day funds, but for small business owners, I mean, seven years in is still yeah, early. Yeah. How were so, you guys financially so prepared? We, we we had a we had a little we had a little little reserves. Just, just a little a, bit. A, a, a smidge. A smidge. Um. But we, you know, we had to. We eventually we had to get a loan. Yeah. Um. That got us through it. And then during the pandemic, I learned the stock market. So it was actually a blessing because mm-hmm. you know everything was mm-hmm. shut down. I had nothing else to do. And at the time during the pandemic, it was actually the best time to invest. Yeah. So that actually helped us out a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, investing in the stock market. I would literally like you study every day. Yeah, I would study every day. Um, and so we, 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 we did okay with that, that, that got us through. That was helping us. And then out here in Atlanta, they opened back kind of early. So like, when did they shut us down? In March, beginning of March. So by like the middle of May, we start, we started 
we started class again Out, outside outside because the studios that we were renting were completely closed and the schools where we were working everything was completely closed as as you know so we started classes um every saturday 9 a.m and god was on our side it didn't rain one saturday that entire that the whole time the, the entire high, the time, summer the entire from summer. may till september it didn't rain one time at our time um 9 a.m every Shout saturday so we were pushing it um so we had classes outside that helped us out um i also started to dive more into um i suffered from fibroids before having children and I healed myself naturally. And I was helping women a little bit, but I started to dive into that even more. So I was doing lives um, once a week. Mm -hmm. um, and so I started mm -hmm. to uh, coach women for money. And then I was also selling my ebook. Mm -hmm. So we just started to like. We just. I know, I bought one. I'm sorry. I said, I bought one. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, I, I, I yes. suffer from. I suffer from five boys. So we mm -hmm. started, I started and just, to dive into that more. And that's also another passion of mine. So that. You know, you just start to to push. I also started to, in terms of mentality, Sean's a little better than me. I was I was like, oh my God, we're this is it. This is it. Life is over. You know, like it's over. Mm -hmm. And so I had to get out of that because I was Sean, someone we know passed away. Yeah. It started to get more real. You know what I mean? And I think I think that was the biggest mm -hmm. part for me. So you know, we you know we, we lost a lot of money. We weren't making money, obviously, because. We're in the fitness business. Right. We were selling more ropes. We, we were selling more ropes. And, and then, okay, so I'm all over the place. Know, let, right? let me go back. Yeah. First of all, <laughs> I got I to gotta shout out our, our Double Dutch community. Yes. So, like, we have, so during, for, we have memberships. So we have lifetime members. We have yearly memberships. We have monthly membership. Our lifetime members stuck it out. They came to class every week yep. they were supporting us they were bringing people to class Tell so them. they were really really helping us right so i, I just want to i just want to i want to say that thank first. you yes right. i want i want to thank them for that because our community is is it's growing and it's super supportive because michelle and i we give 100 percent of us right to this business to this brand and they feel it and they know it you know so it's all love with, you know because our classes did very well outside during yes. the pandemic which was like, oh, okay. It was probably, it sounds like the, it sounds like, dang, I wish I had been in Atlanta to weather this out because what, I mean, it probably just helps you. I mean, the endorphins alone, but also just, is there anything more right. joyful right. than double Dutch to be doing outdoors yes. to, during a right. pandemic? It's like for that um, moment, everything was okay for and, that time being, you know what I mean? And then second to yeah. that, I think most importantly, like, oh, like I was saying before, so we, we were losing a lot, but what was really important to me, like I said before, was our health. Right. So, you know, I'm worried about my, my mother in New York, my mm -hmm. sister, like my brother, all of them have pre-existing um, conditions. conditions. Yep. And so I started a Zoom fitness class online. Yep. And it was really just family and friends, because in my mind, I'm getting emotional. Hold on, let me, let me calm down. In my mind, I had to make sure everyone was okay. Right. So for me, I was like, all right, every day we're gonna work out, we're gonna eat right, we're gonna juice, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna do whatever we have to do to get through this pandemic. Yes. You know, so. And then Sean and I will work it out like crazy. Yes. Because at first, you're like, oh, first you're upset. It's so many emotions yes. that happen. So first you're upset that everything mm -hmm. is shut down. Then you're like, okay, well, I have to be home. Mm -hmm. Let me take advantage of being home. Right. 
And so I was doing, what, two-a-day workouts? Yes. We were having the kids. When it was my turn to work out, you know, thank God for YouTube. Put the kids on YouTube to work yep. out downstairs. Yep. Then we would work out outside. So I was getting a little fit. Right. And then, I mean, more fit. Then it's like, wait a minute. We really trapped? Wait, are we really trapped? Yeah. Wait. <laughs> wait, this is not going to end like in a month? <laughs> in two months so yeah. then i don't want to work out no more now i'm depressed <laughs> now i'm eating like a crazy person i don't the motivation went away yes and then we started to hear about people dying and that was mm. rough and it's like my mo i just i just felt down it was just one after the other it was just one after the other it was like oh my god yeah. this is is this the end of the world wait a minute is this how it goes <laughs> That's how it's felt. Like the, you know, like like you know how your grandma said, it's the last days. It's always it's always the last days when they get old. You're like, well, why why couldn't do the last days when you were five? You're talking about the last days now. But like if if we if we dial back a little bit, can I mean for those who are not familiar with double double dutch aerobics, like what how what like what made you say this is what I want to do? Like because it's such a unique business. Um, I would love to know some of the origin story. Okay. So I, um, I went to acting school. Um, I did musical theater. Mm -hmm. So I, um, you know, 99% of musical theater people, we do waitressing and bartending and uh, we teach, I was a spin teacher. So I was teaching everything in the world. I taught everything you could imagine. I can't even swim, but I was teaching water aerobics, right? Hilarious. So, <laughs> um, during that time, Sean was my boyfriend at the time. Mm -hmm. And I've been jumping double dutch since I was four. So I always told him I was good. But everybody from New York says they're good. So he thought I was good, like regular good, mm -hmm. you know? And so um, I also was a world champion. So I did street style jumping and competitive style jumping. Mm. So we were at an event uh, for the YMCA where mm -hmm. I was teaching spin class. So I was teaching 5.30 a.m. spin class. Sean only came to one of my classes, but that's a different story. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so... <laughs> We, he saw, here. you're here now. I'm here. <laughs> he saw me teaching uh -huh. um, and jumping. And he was like, oh, I knew you were good, but I didn't know you were like that good. And so when I told him this idea, he was like, oh, you have to start next week. Like you have to start. And so I said, okay. And then I started the next week. Yeah, we literally started the next week. Literally. Wow. Sean, what were you doing at the time? Oh, Sean? Yeah. What was Sean doing while he was telling you to start a business? Well, well I, I owned a film company. So oh, okay. I was a videographer and editor. So my, my best friend and I, we started making movies when we were like 18 and 19. We would do like like one hour shorts. Yeah. And, you know, we, mm. you know, we just for years we were doing it. And so I went from filming movies into like film doing like corporate events and weddings yeah. and things of that nature. And then I moved from that and I started um, a teleprompter company. So I was prompting, I was doing like television shows. You know, I worked with like Michelle Obama, yeah. Beyonce, like all oh, of excuse me. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Girl, let me tell you. Girl, let me tell you. <laughs> now, so I mean, I did, it, I did it for 10 years. So I, I worked with literally anybody you can think of. I probably worked with them. Yep. And so I was doing that for a while. And then like, you know, I've always been like an entrepreneur right. ever since I was young. You know, my, my family and I, we opened a record store when I was 20 years old. Um, you know, we had a record label. It was the 90s. You know, we had a record label. We managed groups. Mm -hmm. um, I started promoting parties when I was 18. And actually how I met Sean was I, he was, I was bartending 
and he made a movie called This Thing Called Love. And I was like, oh, they made a movie by themselves? That's dope. Mm-hmm. So um, he tried to get me to buy it, but I don't buy stuff at work because that's kind of productive. You came in with like the box of DVDs to sell yeah, your, yeah. your movie. So, I love it. So my best friend and I, at the time, um, I, I worked for the Board of Ed briefly. And uh, my, best friend and I, my best friend and I, we literally quit our jobs. We made this movie. Put the, we did the DVDs. We went out. We went out in the streets, and we were selling them. And we we did very well out in the streets, out in those streets. Yeah. Um, and so my my friend invited me to this event she was having. Um, she was like, you know, Sean, come on out. You know, you can promote your movie. And I was like, bet, I'm coming. So when I got there. Um, my best friend and I, we both had on the same shirt. And it I saw the- two grown people with the same shirt. Like, what y'all wearing the same shirt for? So I was like, it looks a little crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to read his shirt. So I asked him to come over and read his shirt. Sure you did. You just and wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, he doesn't drink, so I wasn't selling him a drink, right? So he, um, he said I could have the movie only if I promised to give my honest review. Uh-huh. And so being a theater major at the time, and I, I was in Circling Square, I thought, I ha- hey, I have to watch it. Right. And I thought it was so good. And they made it with $300, so I was thoroughly impressed. Mm-hmm. And then I called um, to tell him my review of the movie, and, and we, then every day we nev- since... We, we never stopped, stopped, yeah. stopped Aww, talking. Aw, We've literally been talking every single yes. day yes. since then. So how, long, how many years ago was that? That was 12, 12 years, years ago. ago. Wow. Look at them and com- completely tell the sentences. <laughs> <laughs> but, but getting back to the point. So he oh, was yeah, my no, boyfriend oh, at the oh, time yes, in right, the YMCA. Right, right. He was still doing, um, he was doing, he was an entrepreneur at the time. I was teaching spin. I was boss. I was doing everything that theater people do. Right. And so he saw that I um, was good. He told me mm-hmm. to start the class. I started the class that next week. And the person who I was teaching, well, I was teaching with different teammates off and on, mm-hmm. but they couldn't stay consistent, which was understandable because this was my, you know what I mean? This was my passion. Mm-hmm. So Sean was like, well, Michelle, you have to continue to teach me everything. And I was like, okay. Now, Sean's one of those people, like, we have the studio now, guys. We put in the lights. He done did the, what do you call those things? He put up the designs in here. He's a YouTube learner, mm-hmm. right? So he learns things really fast. So I was able to teach him everything and then he enjoyed well you can say what you enjoyed he actually began to enjoy yeah so so the idea was to get the business off the ground get it rolling and then i would jump out like no pun intended Um, (laughs) but what happened what happened was i started enjoying it because it's like so if, if you ever took one of our classes it's bigger than double dutch right so it's like like i said we build communities in here it's like we're trying to build like little love pockets around the world. Like right. when you come to our class, there's no judgment. You know, it's, it's high energy. It's all love. And that's what people get, right. you know? So I started enjoying that because that's like, that's my ultimate goal in life. You know, like I know it sounds corny, but the, 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 to change the world through love, I know it's corny, but I get a chance to do that here. And then coupled with the fact that I get to be with my wife 24 hours a day. He likes me. Which is dope. <laughs> like, that, that doesn't work for a lot of people, I guess. But that's, the, that's really the biggest thing Michelle and I have in common is that we like to be around each other all the time. Like, we, right. we like to be around each other all the time. Yes. And this gives us the opportunity to do that. Because 
when I was younger, you know, I always knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but I, I didn't I didn't want to work hard enough to where I didn't have enough time for my family. Yeah. Because yeah. it's for me, it's family first, always. Because that's what makes me the most happiest. So this this gave us this gave me the opportunity. I was like, oh wow, we could like be together and build and rock out and you know, like show the world what love is like and you know, like this is this is amazing. And then the classes the classes were going really well. And then after we got married in 2013, we both we didn't even really have a conversation, but we both were like, okay, well where are we going? Because we're not staying here. Exactly. We knew <laughs> yes. we didn't want to be in New York anymore. Hell out of here. So our members, when we decided to move, first it was L.A., right. then we decided to move to Atlanta. And so our members were like, well, where are you going? <laughs> and so, like, like what are we going to do? And so that's when we created certification. And part of the reason certification is so successful is because Sean and I come from diff different perspectives during certification. I've been jumping my whole life, so I don't really remember what it's like not to know how to jump. And I also know how to transfer street jumpers into um, to teach them double dutch aerobic style double dutch because okay. I know where they're coming from. Okay. Sean is coming from re um, not learning since he was a kid. So his perspective is different in terms of how we teach those people. Right. So combined, we're really able to relate to anybody that comes into our classroom right. or into certification weekend. Right. Now, to get back to the whole pandemic. <laughs> I know. No, sorry. We could go on a million tangents. <laughs> but um, to get back to the whole pandemic life, after, yeah, I was getting, I was getting a little depressed. Right. After, you know, the, the excitement of, okay, we're home. Let's take advantage of that. I was getting kind of like, I don't know when this is really going to be over. Mm -hmm. Like, I couldn't see the ending. Right. And so that put me in a sad place. And being Sean's wife, I hate being that, like, downer because he's Mr. Happy usually. <laughs> so it feels like, uh-oh, I'm being too sad for him. And mm -hmm. he actually lost someone really close to him. So then I had guilt about being so down because he's the one that lost someone really close to him. You know what I mean? So I was like, Michelle, you got to pick yourself up to be there for yourself and for your kids right. and for your partner. Right. So then I started to meditate. I did the abundance meditation. Mm-hmm. I started to journal more. I had to like look outside of myself to get some kind of, you know what I mean? Some kind of hope or just out of the slump. Mm -hmm. And so um, what happened after the abundance meditation? I like to relate it to abundance meditation. Oh, we, okay. got, we got the thing from Bill Gates. We got to do a... Um, well, b before that. So, so that was October. So before that, <clears throat> the summer was ending. Right. And I was like, you know, Michelle... Obviously, you know, it's going to get cold. Yes. We can't continue to have classes. We need a studio. Mm -hmm. The thing was, how do we get a studio? And but, how does the bank account and get I, a studio? Because the, the way our bank account is set up, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to work. Right. But you don't, you know, it's, it's like we always say, you don't have to know the how. You just got to know what you want. Right. And so I, I went online every single day. I was online for hours. Right, Michelle? Hours. hours looking at places i was like okay this we, you know because for, for us a studio is very specific you know we need we need a lot we need super high ceilings right we need you know the, the the space to be a certain size it's like it's just a whole lot because and then the floors we can't turn on any floor so it's just it's a whole lot and while he's looking for the studio mind you 
this is what I learned after being with him for 12 years. We call Sean the visionary. Sometimes he sees things and I'm like, what the mother, what are you talking about? How are we going to get a studio? What are you talking about? Mm -hmm. But I learned being his partner not to do that anymore because some of the things he sees has come into fruition even when I didn't believe. Right, just let me go. Let me go. Put me in, coach. my (laughs) job is to write it in my diary like, my husband is crazy. (laughs) But, babe, I got your back like a jacket. You looking at a studio? Okay, we're going to get it. Mm, We're going to get it. So we actually looked at maybe two other studios before this one. Yeah. Actually went around the corner from where we are now. Yeah. And then I came to this studio that we're at now by myself. The minute I walked in, I said, oh, this is it. And Michelle is going to like it now. That's very important because Michelle and I, we don't agree on a lot of things. No, we don't. I mean, we, we agree on a lot. We, we agree on most things, but there are, there are things like a studio. And he's still a Leo, so he's stubborn. Yeah, but we're both Leos. So, oh, I know she did enjoy <laughs> He said, you tried um, it because we're both the same. <laughs> right. So I walked into the studio. I was like, oh, Michelle is going to love it. I literally, I drove home, picked up. I called that. I said, Michelle, I found the studio. I know you're going to like it. Yeah. Here's the price. This is what it is. I'm coming to get you. I got Michelle. She walked into the studio. She was like, oh, that's it. <laughs> I said, we're both. <laughs> this, like immediately. And here's, here's where faith comes in. Right. Because after doing the, the meditation, sometimes meditations and journaling helps you see the clear picture. Like if oh, you're yeah. still living, there's always hope. Right. You know what I mean? Always. And sometimes if you let things get you down, you'll start to lose that perspective. So you got to straighten yourself out. So I was starting to have faith again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so we looked at the studio. We met the landlord. And this is where crazy stuff. Mind this you, is crazy. We had looked at some hood spots. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because we was just looking. And they was asking for every bit of paperwork. I'm talking about what I did when I was two. You know, like, just paper, 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 paperwork. Ten months security. Ten months, right? (laughs) So we meet this amazing landlord. We we literally have the best landlord. And he was like, what's your name? Did he ask for ID? I don't even know if he asked for ID. No. He He said, I like you guys. Yeah. He's like, okay, well, we like you. Well, Mm -hmm. all right, let's sign the papers. Okay. He, didn't, he didn't look at any financials. None, no he financials. Well, is this when you guys did that? I know you did a, a Kickstarter because I contributed. No, that's yeah. A, oh, yeah. We gonna, we, we, we oh, yes, about, we did. Oh, we're about to mention that. <laughs> wait a minute. Hold up. And wait we were inspired by Molly Moore because I was like, listen, the budget needs to do her thing. Yeah. And I even asked you, I had DM'd you and asked you, mm-hmm. well, like, because I knew you studied. You don't do nothing but a slide, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I had studied for like three months before I even yeah. <laughs> right. When you said that, I was like, Sean, we have to like, well, because Sean didn't want to do a, a Kickstarter. Well, the thing was, so my, my cousin, he's a, a filmmaker, and he he does, like, GoFundMes all the time. And I thought about it, but now I was like, nah, I can't do it. I don't I, I don't have it in me to ask people. I can't, I can't, I can't do it. And I was and like, it's what nothing, are you talking about? <laughs> there's nothing wrong with me, but it's, it's, it's not, I'm sorry, it's nothing wrong with it. It's just that with anything in life, I always try to find a way to figure it out. Like, I'm like, all right. If we don't have it, let me figure out a way to do it. But that was the way to do it. And this is where his wife comes in. Right. His wife said, all right, babe. Okay. You got to, you got to be a little more realistic. Yeah. Let's ask our community. Yeah. You know what I mean? A pandemic happened. It's not like we were irresponsible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's different. 
Now, my just to just to jump in really quick, it's hard, y'all. Y'all are like a conversational double dutch, and I'm just like, when when am I supposed to? Anyway, (laughs) but y'all mentioned anytime. So the Kickstarter, y'all did this to raise money for the business. Yes. Is that right? Okay. So wait, 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 she has a question. I have more. (laughs) I so I want to know about the Kickstarter, but I also want to know. Were y'all able to get any of the government fundings? I know there was so much drama and confusion for small business owners around the Paycheck Protection Program and the uh, Economic Disaster Relief Program. Did any of that come in handy for y'all, or was it immediately that y'all knew you had to, you know, do a Kickstarter to get money your own way? We filled out every of those. Yo, Michelle, check this out. Oh, check this out. Yo, no, 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 not you guys. No. No, yeah, no, really. Okay, any of them, and we filled out how many? You did the work, I you did the work. Oh my that. god, mm-hmm. we didn't get none of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, we had gotten the space, and he everything worked out the paperwork, everything was perfect. But yes. mind you, it was just a space, right? So we needed we needed more to make the space double dutch aerobics, you know what I mean? Got it, and so that's when. At first, Sean was saying no, and I was like, let's let's do this. And mm-hmm. finally, he said yes. And then, to me, he put together the best video. I thought it was fabulous. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you just saying um, that you my wife. No, it was good. <laughs> so he put together a video, and it made us very emotional because watching people support us when we know that oh everyone was having a hard time. Oh, my goodness. And mind you, just like the Bajanista said, or Tiffany, you, Tiffany, right? We... Um, <laughs> Right, we, like she's not here. Right, right. <laughs> we studied. So, um, Sean, so we started to watch all the videos. I, I watched, like I watched a thousand videos. How long should it be? How, how much it, yes. you should ask for? Yes, we looked at zillions of um, zillions of Kickstarter campaigns. Like the what, successful what, ones. What should the, be in it? What shouldn't be in it? Yes, you know what you should put in your bio. I yes. mean, it took us. We we pulled all nighters. Yes, uh, we pulled all nighters doing it, um, and then we put it up and we prayed. And we send it out to our, um, we send it out to people, and it was very emotional because overwhelming. Oh my god. We goodness. didn't expect as much love as we got, and it was like, oh, people really care about us. I mean, you know what I, I mean? mean, like, oh my god. I mean, even the people who never met us before ever in life, right? They were donating to our, our Kickstarter, and I was just, it, it, it really was emotional. It really was emotional. At um, that moment, especially, it sounds like Sean, you had a little bit of trouble getting over having to ask for help in the first yes. place. Yeah. Just I, like, I relate to that uh-huh. in a big way. And I yes. think it's that moment when you you're you're just afraid that it may not it might not happen. And it's it's it must be humbling when you finally get that when you see yes. that you will get it in return, you know, what you've been giving for so long. So what okay. what was yeah. it what was the outcome? Did you guys make I mean I know you made it, but like much more than you asked for? What was we the doubled. Yes, we, yes. we, we doubled yes so, so we asked for ten. So yeah mm-hmm. initially we asked for ten. And then we what got happened? Twenty thousand. Yeah, we got twenty. I think it was twenty-one thousand. Mm-hmm. Oh, over twenty-one thousand. Twenty-one thousand four hundred dollars. I'm on the page right now. <laughs> <laughs> from from two hundred and eighty-five, two hundred and eighty-five backers. That's awesome. That was so nice. Oh man, 
So that gave you the money that you needed to put up the big mirror, get the ropes, like yes, that's all exactly the stuff. Yes. Okay. Exactly <laughs> yes. And the mirrors are not those mirrors are not cheap. I was looking yes. for one. I you was looking just out. for like a tiny one for my little Peloton, you know, nook. And uh yeah, it was thousands of dollars. And I, I, yes. And yes. what's so fun is so we opened in September and we weren't going to wait until we did the studio because hello, the pandemic still knocked us out, right? Right. So we started with the studio white. And we used to say, so this is where the mirror is going to be. Yeah, we, we would tell we would tell <laughs> our students to face the, the, face bis- the imaginary, imaginary mirror. mirror. And so what's yes. so fun is that they got to watch us um, go from like a white studio to um, what the studio is now. And right. it's still and it's still growing. Like we just got our nice little bench. Oh, it's so, it's so cute, y'all. <laughs> um, you know, the studio was painted now. We got the words up. We got signs. We got our desk. Um, you know what I mean? So it, it's fun because when they come in, they're like, oh, you got the mirrors. Yes. Oh, you got the... So they get to actually watch us and just watch, go through the process. Just to watch, like, you know, new people come in and they're blown away by the studio. Right. They really love the studio because outside of teaching our classes, we rent out our studio. Mm, that's like, smart. To other people. Right. They love the studio. They love it. And, and the, so and that and that and that's important to us. Cause I felt like we had a responsibility. You know, you you guys gave us twenty one thousand dollars. Right. No, this is gonna be the best studio in Atlanta. Yes. You know, so because people trusted you. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So let me ask this. What is the what is your like 10, 20 year plan? Like what you know, what's your big bold dream for double Dutch robots? What can you see it becoming? Well, so uh, there, there are a couple of things, right? We definitely want other studios in other cities. So we already have the cities in mind that we that we want. Yeah. You know, Double Dutch Road Weeks, like, you know, Chicago and D.C. And then also to to grow out, like to, to, to certify more people across the country. So that Double Dutch Road is, is, is accessible mm-hmm. in every state. So it's not just you don't have to travel to get to us. Right. Or to get to a double Dutch aerobics class, okay. it's like as available as spin classes. Mm, okay. Or, um, you know what I mean? Because, yeah. Yeah. So just really quick, like as far as like certification too, I just wanted mm-hmm. to add that double Dutch aerobics is <clears throat> a formatted class. Right. So it's kind of like uh, uh, Bikram Yoga with the 26, 26, postures, 26 right. postures. Okay. So there's like 11 steps to our program yes. that we do every single day every single class. And so that's what we teach in our certification. Yes. And so basically, like Michelle said, if you're in DC, the class is gonna be exactly like the class in New York yes. or Atlanta yes. or Detroit. You know, some of the places where we want Double Dutch Aerobics to be. Yeah. And so that's, that's the goal to, to certify more people. And it's funny, um, you know, this whole subject was like, how did we survive during our pandemic? And we're still recovering from the pandemic, right? Right. right. So we're the, but it feels like the other side is, is we're go, we're on the, you know, we're getting over the hump. Yes. You know what I mean? And now it's like when I think about when I was thinking, oh my God, this is over. I think the thing that got us through is that we kept hope and that we kept moving. So now on the other side, I feel like we're going to be even bigger than we were because we have a a space now right. that gives us access to do more than we were doing in the beginning of, of um, 2020. And it'd be so quite, it's like that was our biggest year, but right. now 
through the sadness and through all the, you know, right. the knockout that happened, we're going to be bigger on the other side of it what, because what, we kept pushing through. And then also just simply getting through a pandemic, being a fitness brand mm. makes you a whole lot stronger. Right. So everything else seems like a breeze. I mean, you got through a pandemic. Uh, and then, you know, at the top of the year, Michelle gets a commercial. Right. Oh, I did the abundance meditation again. So two oh, times, God. he gets mad at me because I'll be like, babe, I told you to meditate <laughs> we bring a magic, right? Where, where then, can we find this meditation? It's like the no, Sierra, no, the no, Sierra no, prayer. No, you know, people are like, what's the Sierra prayer to get you a Russell? What is this meditation? Let me tell you, it's Deepak Chopra's abundance meditation. Okay. Let me tell you, pal. The first time we did it, we got a random call. First, Sean said, "No, we're supposed to do a favor for we're supposed to do a favor for somebody." Well, um, my mother, he was like, "Michelle, I don't know if we could film it yet, right. right? We're supposed to film some audition video." We was like, "Okay, we'll film it." We filmed it. We didn't know what it was for. We right? had no idea. What we it was had no for. idea. Then they're like, "You're chosen." Wait, chosen for what? <laughs> what do you mean, <laughs> chosen for what? They just liked our energy. They on just camera. liked our energy on camera. <laughs> we didn't know. We so, didn't know what it was for. Then they were like, "We gotta fly you to New York." I said, "I'm not bringing these two kids to New York. I'm no, tired." No, we're not going to New York. So then they That's said, "Okay, well, we'll come to you." Well, okay, well. <laughs> and you still don't know who's coming. And we still didn't know wait, who was wait, coming. Yeah, we still didn't know. Okay. We, we, wait, 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 what was the question? I'm sorry. No, no, no. We didn't know who coming. So when you said we're not going to New York, you, they still didn't tell you who was coming. No. Like what it was for. Okay. Wow. We, we, okay. We still didn't, we still didn't know. Because it, we have to, we have a, we have a four, well, he was three at the time. A three-year-old and a, it, a two-year-old. And it's usually like that with production. If you, if, when you, when you're auditioning for like television shows and movies, you never really know like the real title of the movie. Yeah. Because they probably don't even have it yet. But, <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, that, that's what was happening. That's what was happening. We didn't know what we were auditioning for. What we were auditioning for. And so they said, we'll come to you. So then we said, okay, well, we got a deal. <laughs> yes, and then we didn't find out who it was to what, a couple of days before the shoot? Uh-huh. Um, and so what happened was called, it was called Mealtime Conversations. Uh, Bill Gates was interviewing families to see how they were uh, over mealtime. So we ended up having a meal with my um, parents. Um, they filmed it in their house and right. then they just told our story of the pandemic and um, they paid us, which helped. Yeah, that, <laughs> right? that helped a lot. Yeah. And it was so random. Out of the blue. Out of the blue. So it and was with Bill, you had like virtual dinner with Bill Gates? No. No, 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 no we didn't. We filmed, they filmed and it was for their, um, their foundation. Okay. Like it was, they did, it was really interesting. So they did families, they did families around the world. Okay. Right? So we represented the United States. We represented the wow. United States. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so they had, they, yeah, they had people, you know, from families from other countries and everybody told their story. Yeah. Um, you know, from the pandemic, from the the pandemic. Yeah. Wow. Is this y'all meal, the Walker and Clark families? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, you know I'm I'm here on the Googles, just yes, in the background, yes, yes. getting all my links ready. Yes. Well, just to round out the conversation, I wanted to just from my you know listening to y'all story, it's so inspirational and I think so universal. You know, not everybody owns a double Dutch studio. It sounds like y'all are the only ones, but everybody, you know, if you're still standing today, you had to make it through the pandemic in yeah, some really. way or fashion. Yeah. And the one thing that I've been like hearing in y'all's story is how many different streams of income y'all yes. have y'all have managed to squeeze out of this business, which I think is so smart and probably a huge reason why you've been able to survive. You know, I'm counting yeah. like I don't know how many, at least five. It seems like you got the ropes that you're selling, the classes mm -hmm. themselves, outdoor classes, teaching certifications. Yeah. 
Um, it sounds like you're still on your grind when it comes to the entertainment opportunities. Mm-hmm. That's, the, I mean, can you talk about, you know, beyond that diversification, just that you, what, what reflecting besides the abundance meditation on, <laughs> <laughs> on what made y'all such a resilient business in the face of such a huge challenge? Well, I think, um, I think it was, it was even before the pandemic, we knew the potential of the business. I think that's what made us so excited in the beginning because we were like, oh, we could do this. We could, oh, we could teach after school programs and, you know, summer camps. Oh man, we could do team building events. We could do corporate events. Like we, we just kept going and going and there were so many possibilities. And then even during class, like after class, people will come to us with ideas. Right. They're like, you know what? You guys should, that happens all All the the time. time. And when you talk about like stream of revenue, right? It's like this, the, the, it's a good problem, but there's so many different avenues we can take with Double Dutch Aerobics. And we, we but, even started two things we also did um, this year. Um, we, we got pregnant. I don't know how that happened, <laughs> but we got pregnant. Baby number three? Yeah, <laughs> yes, baby, baby number three. Wow. 28 days. Oh my goodness. Um, Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. So. Thank you. We actually got um, a commercial, the Apple commercial. I saw that. That was another source. Now, something that we do, too, is... So you ever see big, long lines and people, they're not doing anything or they're just on their phones. Right. So Slutty Vegan was having a, a... What was it? It wasn't a grand opening. No. It was an event. They were giving out free... um, yeah, someone sponsored her, yeah. and they were giving out free burgers during the pandemic to everybody. So all you had to do was get online. The line was 8 million years long. Yeah, it was literally blocks long. And so Sean was like, let's go and turn. Mm-hmm. And so we end up turning there, meeting everybody. And it's just like we realized how much joy, even in just all those environment mm-hmm. how much joy because we can teach anyone in less than a minute right how much joy that brings everywhere and what was cool about that is pinky got to see us do that yeah and then she um recently referred us for the shake shack, uh, the shake shack event and it was a success um there meaning sometimes we see things like at grand openings that mm-hmm. what wherever people are just I guess standing <laughs> just gathered double Dutch aerobics is also good to have because it allows people to a communicate while they're standing so people are they start talking right mm-hmm. um we start it's just yeah so another, yeah. yeah I mean and so yeah just just going back to it basically we we knew before the potential this yes. business had yes and so <clears throat> when it was time to activate it right you know i.e the pandemic Mm-hmm. We were like, all right, so now we could do this. Oh, we can't, we can't teach outside. I mean, we can't teach at an event, but we could sell ropes. Yeah. Because people at home, you know, we could sell. I mean, the ropes were flying off the shelves. Yes. You know, so it was like, all right, let me learn the stock market. Like we just, we just, I don't know. I, we just knew what we can do, and we just, like I said, we just activated it. And that's what you know. That's what we did. And then also something that Sean and I do, we're constantly looking for. Um, inspiration like even tiffany i always watch your lives and you're 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 so inspirational Mm -hmm. um, your story or just how 
even like I was just telling my mother how you said you had to go back home um, and you were in your middle middle school room and you were like, Mm-mm, this is not, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I had more money when I was uh, in middle school. Yes, but, I did. <laughs> yes, you Meaning right. even in a downtime, it's just like what I realized with people who are successful is it's not the environment or it's not what happens to them, it's who they are, right? right? So even through going through that, you found your way out of it Right. Into major success. And if you hear, we constantly watch people's success stories. Yes. Because the one thing that's always true is that they're successful. Right. So they may have a time of of being down, but it's like that can't define you. You have to still. It's like a winner always wins. I can't. No, no, you said it. So it's 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 the person. It's like if you took all of Bill Gates money today he would make a billion dollars again next month Yes, because he just, he can do it. Same thing with Tiff. You know, if, 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 if we, if we took all of your money today, right. 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 Tiff. Now (laughs) don't make, don't make her sweat today. You, you you now have the tools to to get it right back. It's you. It's, it's yeah. We, Michelle and I, we talk about that. We talk about this all the time, actually. Right. It's you. It's the person. And it's It's the mentality. Right. So that's why I was big. My biggest thing is it's not only the meditation, but it's making sure that while bad things happen, I still have to be up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Because you, yeah. you can't you can't control the events that happen in your life. Right. You can control your reaction you can to it. control the way you deal with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I, that's that's the biggest part of it. That's that's what you're saying. It's right? being resourceful so that yeah. if we can. The reason why we can make double Dutch aerobics successful is because. Our goal is to become resourceful. Mm. Yes. You know what I mean? The reason the reason you can make budgeting so, you know what I mean, the budgetista is because you are a resourceful person. Mm-hmm. And so once you are resourceful, you can turn almost anything you love into success. You understand? Yeah. yeah we're, we're all capable of being. Yeah. yeah. I always think that like um like the weekend before last I told my sister, come drive with me through some of these fancy neighborhoods where every house is a million dollars plus. Right. I said, because within five years, I'll be in one of these. I mean, like, I could be in one now, but I don't want a mortgage. I'm talking about in it, like, here's the money. Boom. Yeah. Right. It's nothing, <laughs> you know? And so, um, because one of the things I learned, and this is just for anyone listening, is that it's like, it's this, this thing that almost every like African parent tells their kid when you bring home a B and you tell them that somebody else in class got an A. He said, ah, so does she have two heads? (laughs) Meaning like if A's were being given, why don't you have one? The only explanation that you could have for not getting an A when someone else is able to get an A is that person must have two heads, therefore two brains. Therefore, okay, she got you on that. But so I drive, I drive through those neighborhoods because I am resetting my expectation of like, yo, there's not one house here, two house. There's like 50 houses in just this one neighborhood and then another 50, another neighborhood, another, meaning, yo, there are people who make enough to make this life happen. Why not you? What's so special about them? What is so special? Nothing. Nothing. (laughs) Exactly. And it's not a little bit of people. We're talking about just this one neighborhood here, and then you go another town over, and then another town, and another state, and another... Mm -hmm. There are so many people that are successful 
Why not you? Do they have two heads? No. Oh, yeah. No. They that. they figured it out. Now you're going to do that to your children. They'd be like, yeah. no. They're like, Sean Jr.'s going to be like, I got a B. A B? Anybody get an A? But do they do they have two heads? For, it's a very African thing to say. But I say that to say that basically that you are human. Therefore, what is accessible to, to one human is there is great potential for it to also be accessible to you. And we all understand that there are limitations and racism and, 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 right. and sexism. And we know that, but yes. you know, we also know that people find a way. Yes. And if one person has found a way that is, that is cause for, um, for um, celebration, because that means the way has been found. Yes. You know, you too can have access to that. So once you start yes. to understand that, then there's nothing. I mean, we're not talking about you going to the moon for the first time. Those people had to figure it out from scratch. Right. You know, we're not talking about that. Like when people say, oh, I don't know how to invest. I'm like, you know, people done figured it out and wrote books and do YouTube right. videos about it. Right. YouTube, you know, life right now. Yes. Like, you know, you know, people have successful businesses. You know, people have podcasts that work. And, you know, mm -hmm. so there are folks that have figured it out. And so I'm so glad that you came on today because it's I think it's important for our audience to hear that. There are so many ways to express um, success in business. I mean, I'm sure people thought a, a business based upon double dutch. How's that going to work? And now you're over here oh, slaying yeah. it. It, right. it can work. You know, like a business based upon budgeting. What? And now here we are. And so right. like, I hope those of you who are, you know, BA fam that's listening, you get to see that it is possible to grow a business from just about any idea. It's yeah, possible yeah. to do so while still having this amazing family. You hear the joy they have speaking with each other and, and connecting and staying connected. It is possible to do so with children. Because how old is your oldest baby? Four? Five? Four. 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 Child cheese. You know, like, because I know people are like, well, I got a baby. Okay. You know, it is possible to do those things. I'm not going to say it's easy because I know it's not easy. No. You know, no, we're talking no, no, about no, no. possible. Three cups of coffee a day. No. Three cups. <laughs> I'm talking about possible, but not easy. But yeah, so... We just want to thank you for like, you know, illustrating like even the hard, like you, you still hear the joy in you guys' voice. I love that. That like, you know, these lessons taught you some valuable lessons yes. that you learned to be resourceful, just like as, as you said, Michelle. And you learned that like to pivot. I think that was a huge lesson learned mm -hmm. here. And you learned also that if you really believe in your idea, you'll find a way. And it doesn't yeah. mean, mean that you might not take a step back. And also, too, you learn to ask for help. Yeah. You know? And so all those things combine, you know, and, and consistency and not giving up, you know, result in where you are now. And, and now that we're coming out on the other side, it's only bigger, bigger and better for y'all. So I'm excited yeah. for y'all. And that consistency, I just want to say one thing just as a reminder, is there when we first started, we had empty classes and Sean mm -hmm. would look at me and be like, because I'd be like, maybe it's not going to work. And I would be like. <laughs> isn't this amazing? Isn't this an amazing idea? <laughs> this is going to work. Because the thing is, I realized that it's not because we didn't have a good idea. It's just we're not promoting it. Right. Mm. So we just have to fix it. I always call, I call that illustrating your Oprah. Yeah. When, <laughs> for real. When I used to like... It, look at me and go, well, is it a good idea? Yes. I would be sad. No, I was like, no, no. This is a good idea. If someone doesn't want to pay me, I have not illustrated my Oprah. Meaning, yes. right. if Oprah, if we got a call right now and Oprah said, I will do a one-on-one -on -one with y'all, 
but I need $10,000. You have 10, 10 hours to come up with it. We will come up with that money so fast. What? Because what? we're like, child, cheese. It's Oprah. Because <laughs> Oprah's value is so clear right. Right. that we will find the funds. And so right. if someone's not willing to pay me just yet, I have not illustrated my value so yes. indefinitely that they will find the funds. Because now I've illustrated my Oprah. So when I tell somebody, oh, no, 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 my keynote is 40000 they find the funds. Right. You know, and so I think that too, because it's very easy to say, well, my idea is not good or it's not the right market or time. Yeah. No, it's not true. It's likely yeah. you just have not illustrated your Oprah, and that's okay. Yes, it is. Yes, it out. that's right. Yes. You, you know, yeah, exactly. You just got to figure it out. How do, how do you make it that your value is so clear that people yeah. will find right. the funds just to have you in the room? Because it, it, it took it took it took them a, a, a little while to respect us. Oh, in the mm -hmm. yes. oh my. I got they, cursed out they cursed for charging people for Double Dutch. This man cursed me out. He wanted us to come out to his event. For he, free? Oh, he cursed me out. I'm, I'm, what is that? I'm taking advantage of something. Yeah. I said, sir, you can have ropes there. Yes. I didn't say you couldn't have ropes. <laughs> if you want me to physically show up and show my expertise, if you want me and right, my husband right. to show up for a specific time and date, and to literally do what we do, you have to pay us. I didn't exclude you from double dust. <laughs> Get a rope and turn. Right. And but was, you want us there because you saw what we yes. do. And I and I was Michelle was a little bothered by him. I was crying after I got off the phone. But but, but but I was upset that she was upset. Yes. I was thinking, why why are you letting this stranger get you so upset? We know we know our worth, right. our worth, we know our value. And that's it. It's like you it, pay it, Kevin Hart to come and tell jokes, but right. your cousin can tell jokes at the party. You're not stopping jokes. <laughs> but, if you want Kevin Hart to come and tell right. you jokes, you got to pay. But the thing is, though, like I, like I get it. I get why, because you know, Double Dutch has been free for a hundred years. Right. You know, people, you know, stopped the telephone truck, got the wires. Yes. You know, and jumped outside to the till the street lights came on. Yeah. I get it. But I'm a when, world champion, it, and he's it, a master instructor. But the thing is, when Michelle and I come to your event, if there's a million people at your event, a million people will be jumping, mm -hmm. which is different, you know? So it's like we, because we can teach anybody how to jump. Right. So that's the thing. So like, if, it, you know, if you want our expertise, then you have to pay us. But it's, it was really simple for me. I couldn't even understand why she was so upset. Because yeah, it's hard because, you know, you feel, you don't want to, you feel like, wow, am I? What does that say about me? We you know we tend to internalize right. when people, but it's so, not. It just means I'm okay now because I, you know, it took me a while too. Because Michelle, I would have right. cried like, oh my goodness, is, am I? Right. Because I mean, if they could Google budgeting, I said, well, then why don't they? Like even now, what? Right. It took me a while, girl. It's like year twelve for me. <laughs> I not bothered. I'm sorry when someone hits me back and says that's too expensive. I'm like, oh okay, okay for you because right. I just got paid that last week. But okay, and that's okay. Right. And here's the thing, I give a lot away for free. You can I do right. lives, I have social posts, we've got emails, we've got you can you can partake in all the free because I do believe in, you know, providing service to my community. But you no, know, if you're wanting, you know, a specific service that I charge for, that's what it costs. And if you don't have the budget, that's okay. It and just means okay. you it's have to find somebody that fits within that budget. Because it's so funny when, you know, when you first start. Nobody wants to, you know, like nobody wants to take you on. The moment you blow up, now you wanna, you wanna yes. pay me the first starting budget. Like you, you call me for a reason, right? Right. You know, you you hit me up because you saw the New York Times bestseller. Did you yes. think that was gonna? Yes. Did you think that was gonna oh, come? Oh, oh. 
for nothing. So yeah, but we can talk forever. But Mandy, any any final things you want to share with our guests? Just thank you. Yeah. Thirty minutes ago, I bought the ropes from your oh. website. <laughs> I can't wait, and I I'm gonna go. I didn't even not I didn't even know Double Dutch was a a thing you could become a world champion in. So yeah. it's a sport. I it love is it. A sport. Yes. Yeah. So thank y'all. Thank you. Yes. Thank you well, so thank much you for sharing your story and sharing your energy and your your truth because y'all were honest about the ups and downs and. We appreciate that. I think our, uh, I hope our audience loves this conversation as much as, as much as I did. I think so. Oh, thank you. Thank people you. find y'all where now? Yes. Where's the best place to find everything people need to know um, about Double Dutch? You can find us uh, <laughs> on Instagram, Double Dutch Aerobics, uh-huh. uh, Facebook, Double Dutch Aerobics. If you forget everything, you can Google Double Dutch Aerobics um, and find us everywhere. Right. Got that yeah. SEO game on point. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yes. Well, thank y'all so, so much. We can't wait to hear more from Double Dutch Aerobics. Thank y'all, Sean and Michelle, for joining us. Thank, thank you, you for guys. having us. We really appreciate it. No, thank that you. That was amazing. I feel so warm and fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, BA fam, if you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. That's incredible. This is according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 150 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Okay, it's smart. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Just go to Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Terms and conditions apply. You need to hire. You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now we're back for booster break or booster break or booster break. I always feel like I'm like, you know, doing, I don't know, like an orchestra, like, you know, I feel like pretty really good jazz. You know, yeah. you never know. It, it kind of sounds like it's not all going to go together, but somehow you just tie it together at the end. Yes. Six years of listening to your little uh, jingles. <laughs> 
loves oh, it. So are we going to, well, I know we both agree we're going to do a boost. We're right? only boosting today. Yes. No breaks allowed. And they've got to be a small biz boost. So this is a special in light of our small business themed episode today. And again, wasn't that interview with Sean and Michelle amazing? I, I already bought their ropes. They were only like 20 bucks. I got the ropes. I cannot wait. I think I can still double dutch. We'll find out. But I love that conversation. And I don't do this often enough, but let's, I wanted to highlight minority-owned businesses, um, just a couple that we find inspirational right now, um, and use our boost to to kind of like highlight the work that they're doing. So I got to shout out my little brother real quick. Alex, I know you're listening. My <laughs> little brother, who is a, um, a multi-hyphenate, and you never really know what it is that he's got going on. He's always got something going on. He's a uh, property owner. The man just bought land in Atlanta to build a house on. I'm so proud of him. And he, uh, on the side, even though he's in sales in Atlanta, he and his uh, business partners, they have a production company called Pineapple Cut Productions. So this is like a double bra- a double boost for them. But he's the one who turned me on to this small business owner because through Pineapple Cut, his production company, they actually do a lot of like vignettes for small businesses. And he specifically focuses on black and brown owned businesses in Atlanta. And he'll tell their stories through um, through video. And he highlighted this one business, which was founded by a man named David Walker, who's an attorney. And it was just so unique and interesting that I thought, why not talk about it here? So David's company is called Star Walker Industries. So the purpose of Star Walker Industries is to reduce the amount of plastic being dumped in landfills and to build a sustainable closed loop bottled water recycling plant right in Atlanta. And I know especially you know, Flint feels like it was just yesterday, but it's been a few years now since the Flint water crisis. And to think that a black man in Atlanta is really creating this, you know, all-in-one bottled water business where Atlanta owns its own, you know, water supply from bottled water. I just think it's awesome. Um, And not only that, it's good for the environment too. So it's a minority-owned company led by an engineer and a corporate attorney, that's David, and they offer fully integrated bottled water solutions, including manufacturing, distributing, and reclaiming and recycling the very bottles that they produce. So when they say closed loop, it's like they create the bottle, and Alex, don't yell at me if I mess this up. They create the bottle, they they, they find the water from wherever they get it from, I hope, I hope not Link Lanier. If you're in Atlanta, you know what I'm talking about. They get the water, <laughs> they fill the bottle with the water, you drink it, you bring the bottle back, they take it back, and it all goes back into the system versus into landfills. So thank you, David, for your amazing work. And I'll put a link to his business, starwalkerindustries.com, in the show notes, and check him out. I love it. Yes. Well, my boost is going to be a gentleman. Really, it's a family, but his name in particular is Keir Gaines. That's K-I-E-R. G-A-I-N-E-S, and that's his um, Instagram as well. But he is a husband, a girl dad, and a therapist. So um, what I love is that, uh, I want to say maybe last year when I was introduced to him, because I kept seeing this like young brother that you know would be walking and talking, but helping to really normalize what therapy and therapeutic healing look like for Black men. And, you know, making it okay for men to seek help and and to say that they don't know and and to say that they feel vulnerable. And he's just doing amazing, amazing, amazing work. And so I just want to shout him out that, like, 
It's Kier, again, Gaines, K-I-E-R-G-A-I-N-E-S, if you're not following him already. Um, he doesn't just um, talk about therapy for, for, for men, but, but I especially think because the way he talks about um, therapy and, and actually helps you with solutions. You know, you, this might be the first time your guy ever heard about someone talking about, you know, hey, like he used, for example, I was on his IG earlier, he used um, Martin and Gina, a, a fight that they were having on Martin, you know, the show, and yeah. he used it to explain what he calls, oh, what is it called? He called it like, it's like some therapeutic, uh, like a something about like a um, non-winnable fights or something like that. And and the reason why you fight in that way is because um, you have suppressed anger and emotions from from maybe some um, from childhood or even just previous um, fights with your partner. But he explains how to navigate that. I just think it's just such it's so healthy to see people that look like you talking about things that might not be familiar to you but ought to be. And so go ahead and check out Kier and his wife and their beautiful daughter. Um, they're pretty awesome. I love it. All right. Well, and we'll put the link to both those businesses in our show notes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If y'all have any businesses that y'all think will be worth highlighting or just want to share the story of how you have dealt with the pandemic the past year as a small business owner, there's people who've just launched businesses during the pandemic because, you know, they need to be scrappy and find a way to put food on the table. And those stories are so inspiring. And we'd love to to feature some of those on the show someday. So Leave us a note. Um, you can reach us on Instagram. You can email us, brownambitionpodcast at gmail.com. Or check our IG page and check the show notes for the number where you can actually call us and leave a voicemail for us with your story or your questions. We'd love to hear from y'all. Yes, we would. All right. Well, happy Brown Ambition. A very happy Brown Ambition Wednesday to you, Miss Tiffany. And to you as well. <laughs> All right. We will see y'all next week. All right. Next week. Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.